Alright, and welcome back to Hex Grid Heroes, Episode 2. Uh, before we get right back into the action, I'm going to go around the table and ask uh, each of the players just a quick little sci-fi question, a fun thing I've seen a couple shows do that I'm going to blatantly rip off, but uh, those are three-year-old three podcasts, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so they were three-year-olds. Nope. <laughs> um, I'm going to go clockwise like I did before from me. Um, Roshan, tell me your name and what is your favorite science fiction property? Zach's name, you mean? Yes. Okay. Introduce <laughs> I was like, yourself. Tell me your name. Okay. Sorry. Introduce yourself. Uh, my name's Zach. Uh, favorite science fiction property would have to just be Star Wars. Okay. Uh, Oren. Uh, my name's Jake, and I probably would have said Star Wars, but I'm going to have to go Aliens. Or just the Alien. <laughs> I was thinking the one. same thing. Okay. Uh, Gaia, you want to change your answer? Aliens is fine. It is very good, proper science fiction, and I'm glad that uh, I'm glad you like that because there's there's certain uh, Starfinder setting straight up says like here's a list of things you should watch and read if you're interested in this, and Aliens is one of the top ten with Star Wars. So Gaia, Aliens. I'm I'm going with Aliens. And who are you? Um, uh, my name's Jan. Okay. Uh, I play Gaia. And I am a fan of aliens. Okay. And Ayu. I am Johnny, and I'm also going to have to go with Star Wars as well. Okay. Cool. Very nice. Okay. Uh, when last we left, you all had... Do you need to change your answer, Zach? You can. I kind of thought about it, because I was like... You have 30 seconds. Yeah, would you consider doc Doctor Who sci-fi? Yeah. Uh, Doctor Who, sorry. Okay. No, I wasn't I wasn't thinking on that good. level of... Yeah, this isn't Doctor, Doctor Who sci-fi, this setting. It's more Star Wars yeah. than Alien, so I can see why you'd be a little... Yeah, that's why yeah. I was, that's, I was yep. on that thought of you mm -hmm. know Star Trek, Star Wars, but yep. Doctor Who for sure. Cool, hands down. good Good to know. Did you, want, did you think of one? The Is there Terminator? an animator? Fuck off. Okay, I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> Spawn. Yes, that is absolutely science fiction. Um, that's up there for me. Okay. It's one of my favorite clown movies. The Predator. Clown movie, yep. When last we left our hex grid heroes, they had officially joined the ranks of the Starfinder Society, and they were directed to meet their venture captain leader of the Acquisitives faction, Radazam. They are a faction of... Um, different factions do different things... Uh, some people are strictly uh, lore-based. Some are focused on archaeology. The Inquisitives are kind of a run-of-the-mill... Um, not a run-of-the-mill. They are a new faction. You're going to figure out why the Starfinders are so gung-ho about bringing on more Starfinders, but this new faction was made in response to that to accept kind of a catch-all. I don't want to say you're the Hufflepuff of the Starfinder Society, but you're basically the Hufflepuff of the Starfinder Society. And they have a turnaround like, you know, telemarketing does. Yes, because some people get into it for the money, the women, the, the glory, and sometimes they just fall out and they're just like, ooh, this is too rough for me. I thought we were just doing cool adventures. Uh, but the Inquisitives are led by a man named Radazam, and Radazam is a Vesk. Is it Radazan or Radazam? Am. A.M. Okay. Should I roll a perception check to see Not if yet. I wouldn't? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, bef mm -hmm. before we get started, I, uh, Orange just kind of pipes up. Is uh, anybody here kind of worried about how this turnaround is? Are they dying off? Are they leaving? What the hell? 
at this, Guidance has already blinked away, so she has no further uh, advice for you. Um, well, I, I figure that, you know, this type of work isn't for everyone. Sure, it's probably similar to military. And I feel like you have a little bit of experience in that area. Would you say a lot of people fall out of that job? There's only two ways you fall out of the vest military. Being shot for treason or death on the battlefield. Well, I'm looking at it as this leader is a Vesk. Um, he probably runs it as though it's the military. I'm, I'm not too worried. Nice, okay. No, I like that. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> okay. Um, Short and sweet. Yep, yeah. your data pads all gave you uh, uh, the address in the Lore Spire complex to it, so... Um, just gonna shuffle you guys along so we can possibly get to that combat. You uh, quickly go into the elevators and you're greeted to a long hallway. The plain white doors at the end of the hall of the the plain white doors at the end of the hallway slide open and a few aliens issue forth and they walk past you wordlessly hustling past curt nods and they just go off to the elevator and disappear. Behind them reveals a stark, dimly lit room. The chamber is bleak and expressionless in its emptiness. No vanities line its smooth black walls, and no signs of use mar its black, smooth black furniture. The only occupants in this suite are a bug-eyed tadpole wriggling in a glowing blue aquarium and a reptilian vesk seated behind an onyx desk. Different onyx. Sorry. You said it now, I know. <laughs> As I was reading, I just saw you like run away. The Vesk gestures to a number of chairs in front of him, his features sharply illuminated by the light of his green hollow screen. I guess we're supposed to go in and sit down. Roshan walks in. Doesn't wait for him. Okay. Um, To describe him, he is a, uh, a thinner... This isn't to say that Orin is bulky or beefy in any way, but this Vesk is thin. Thinner. Um, like he sat behind a desk for some time yes, now. Yes, yes. Um, where, Orin, you were red with black uh, highlight, not highlights, but uh, tips, tips, tips yeah. of your uh, scales. He is mostly green. Just lizard green, uh, a little bit of white under his uh, jowls and uh, his uh, cheeks. Uh, he has fins? Uh, my reptilian fans, would they be fins? The little... Yeah. More like, you remember yeah, the they're called spines. Sure, yeah, yeah perfect. More uh, like spines. Vertical spines go from the top of his head down under his uh, red uh, business suit. Ah, new graduates. Good day, I am Radizam. Though, since you are here, I should have hope you already know and are aware of our society's traditions, so I will cut to the point. I am the leader of the Acquisitives. It is my job to make sure that all of you make it back alive, sure, but also to bring good name to the society. As the fledgling faction of the society, it has fallen to me to make sure that the newbies are treated well. Those beings you just walked past were some of my newest recruits, and I just sent them to deal with a junk race kerfuffle. But Judging by the look of all of you, I think 
something a little more hands-on is required. And he pulls out a device and presses a few buttons and uh, each of your data pads light up again. These are the coordinates to a private shuttle bay the society uses for standard grunt work. You are going to look for a transport ship with them, this symbol under the forward viewport being a purple triangle with a large black spider superimposed. And give me... I'm afraid it's going to be culture. Um, please, some of you take culture when you level up. Gaia, please give me a culture check. Love the voice, by the way. Thank you. I was trying to do Christopher Walken, but I realized I can't do Christopher Walken. It was, Chris, it was Christopher uh, wheelchair, <laughs> but it was it was good. What'd you get? Seven. It, okay. Three and then plus four. Okay. Um, no, it's just a cool looking logo. Cool spider logo. Um, I thought that when you showed it to me, so yep. <laughs> that works. <laughs> cool. Nailed it. There better be a Lashanta man there that catches you poking around. There better be? When he confronts the lot of you, tell him you are expected on the morrow. Follow his directions without question. You make it back, you'll be inducted into the newest faction and in my good graces. Now go. I'm going to give you, uh, though you didn't really know culturally what it was, I need to tell you more about Radazam. Radazam is a Vesk, and he's a fairly new venture captain to the society. Um... This isn't his only gig. On the side, he has a mercenary group called the Obsidian Spiders, which is what his logo is and what his mm. ship bears the symbol of. It's um, not in disrepute at all. It's just a group of mercenaries. He sends an auto missions. They've joined the Starfinders. He's kind of double dipping in the whole adventuring gig. Um, so that's where you're being sent to. On your way back to the lifts, he, he unceremoniously, he just goes back to packing and you're dismissed. Do you have any reaction to... Um, I was just wondering if I would have recognized him. Give me perception. I'll just leave it in there. Yep. You have nothing to add. I know your perception score. What's your roll? 11. Okay. Um, no, you don't recognize him from the Vescarium. In fact, um, you could... Imagine by the, by the look of him, he's not used to the high gravity worlds that you may be accustomed to, which kind of accounts for your size. You're strong, you're powerful because you gotta be. He's your guy. You kind of summed it up nicely. He's been behind his desk a lot. He used to be an adventurer, but to get arrow to the knee. I almost said it, <laughs> but uh, now he's he's more of the management position. He's he's done his time, but he likes organizing now. Uh, well. Orange thought is just kind of unsure of taking orders from somebody so scrawny because mm -hmm. he's used to taking orders from somebody that is like him who's been in the in battle and in the shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a universal term. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, he's gonna do it, but just kind of hesitant of. Why am I going to take orders yep. from somebody who's not willing to fucking go out sure. there and do it himself? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. uh, Roshan? And that kind of shows on my oh. face as we walk out. Okay, kind of like a... Like, what the fuck? Let me ask you now. I kind of described him as legit lizard-like. Would you say you're more of a lizard, dragon, alligator? Because people that play Vesk, they kind of play with it. I guess I... Um, I'm more of a the dragon. dragon. Yeah, you think? Okay. Just kind of... Larger snout? Yeah. Okay, cool. More, more of a... 
fighter. Okay. Uh, Roshan, what did you think of that exchange? Um, Roshan's just, he's hes trying not to look stupid the whole time. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's trying to be professional mm-hmm. um, from the get-go because he, like I said earlier, he, he wants to impress in any way he can, but he's just going to stay silent. You know? He's not going to say anything. He's just going to execute. And I scoff as we walk out. Good save. Are you? He thinks in his head, like, he doesn't like taking orders, but at least these guys seem to be a little bit better than the pushy elves that he's used to. Mm-hmm. So he's he's not reluctant to just go along with it. Okay, cool. Uh, Guy? Um, I'm taking it to see where it goes. Okay. Uh, on your way back to the lift, Guidance appears from another hollow emitter. One last thing, initiatives. The subdermal implants you may have accepted are actually what we like to call wayfinders. Society members all carry them, and they can be used as identification that you are a member of Starfinder Society, which has its own perks. Shopkeepers on Absalom Station will provide amenable customers the standard Starfinder discount if shown a Wayfinder. Across the path, world governments and religious officials will acknowledge and show a little more respect for agents investigating on official society business. But be warned, this is not a get-out-of-incarceration-free card. Failure to present oneself as a respected member of society will not only be a detriment to yourself, but it will also have deleterious consequences for future relations with the Starfinder Society. They gotta catch me first, guy. You say that? Yes. She blinked anyway, she was just curious. Okay. The, the lift's open, and you are shot down at breakneck speed. During the descent, the clear lift tube displays the rest of the Eye of Absalom in all of its splendor. It's like New York and Las Vegas slapped together. Uh, not as garish as Las Vegas. Uh, there's not a bunch of neon lights all over, but just large, imposing towers all beside, inside this bubble. Mm-hmm. You see a hover, uh, flying craft buzzing around. You see um, the, the greens of the parks. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and embedded in the screen, a news update displays. Starfire Society numbers dwindle after botched wild space raid. Give me a culture check. <laughs> Actually, no. All of you give me a perception check. This is general knowledge. Okay. Nat one again. Okay. I'm just happy to be in the lift. Nat one. Okay. What is <laughs> perception? Yes. So four plus seven. Okay, eleven. And okay, Roshan, uh, you must have been paying attention to the news screens over the last two years. The, uh, to uh, tell you more about the Scoured Stars incident and the reason why there's so many Starfighters. Uh, last year, three se- the year 316 AG, when Starfinder Society first seeker Jadnura, the previous uh, seeker, oh, so I guess I should, she's only been in power for one year, the current one. The previous one was one up until last year. Oh, so it's not two like you said it. Yeah, it's, it's just, just one. Her first, yes. her first year in her yes. term. First seeker Jadnura led about 80% of the entire organization's assets and agents into a dangerous region of space known as the Scoured Stars. It's past the packed world. There's uh, investigations. This uh, expedition was uh, made possible in part due to Jadnura's discovery of a mysterious artifact. However, once arriving at the location, the mission turned to disaster when society lost all contact with Jadnura and the other um, society members. Um, and the system that they were in was surrounded by this magical aurum energy that they just couldn't pierce. The uh, cause of the 
interruption and the source of the Orum energy was um, unknown. So 80% of the Starfinder society as a whole is lost. Not dead. Not presumed dead. They are lost in space. They are in this <laughs> system where they, they, can't, they, they can't breach this weird force field around this entire system. They can't figure it out. It's kind of one of the big mysteries of, on top of all the other big mysteries of the galaxy, is what happened to the Starfinders. And that's why uh, across the packed world systems, and even in the Vescarium, um, recruitment for Starfinders to refill the ranks to fulfill the obligations and responsibilities that the Starfinders do is in massive demand. That's why they created the Inquisitives faction to just like, hey, can you answer a couple questions from a tall dwarf? Welcome to the Starfinder Society. So now you know why Starfinders are so in demand or, right now. Or Shantos. Mm -hmm. No, no, okay. Well, no. Yeah, and, you rolled that one, so I mean... Well, no, and, and my question was... I guess I should have just said that wasn't even a check. But, well, I wasn't yeah. listening to TV. I was thinking about if I was going to be able to kill somebody. Yeah, so. and you know what? I can justify that. The elves kept you out of contact of basic news. Um... Or and you were on the run for six years. Yeah. yeah. And before that, your military service. So yeah, you're not caught up on the latest buzz. Um, so, do so we see any facial expression Roshan, from Roshan of like, oh shit, okay, why? or yeah. so? What exactly was it that triggered this? Just so, so I so I know. Sorry. It was well, a news. Thing yeah, a, a news thing pulled up. You were looking out at the the eye of Absalom Station mm -hmm. in a little sci-fi news blurb showed up on the screen. Yeah. With my 11, would I have known You know a bit. Yeah, okay. yeah, you know a bit. Now, is it like... It is wasn't it, a difficult check. It's, is it a news thing that's talking about that event? It's just a blurb. It? It's just a... It's a... Kind of like a CNN sort of thing, like the, the headline being, Starfire Society numbers dwindle after a botched wild space raid. And then, you know, there's a, a person with giving some... You know what? Sure. Giving core facts of what it is to refresh those citizens who had their heads buried in the sand because 80% mm. of the Starfinder Society, that is a couple million yeah. people. There are a, The Starfinder Society spanned the entire system. I wasn't mm. sure if that was like the news blurb was talking about another, just another smaller event yep. that just kind of triggered the memory uh, or if it was actually talking about. It was specifically headline bullet points of what it is to refresh everyone. Gotcha. So I kind of fumbled that, but yeah. Okay. So, you, you, okay, I'm going to say... And you I'm know gonna, how to read. You could have seen it. I wasn't paying attention to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, I, I'm yeah. holding that one. Yeah, so no, that's like, fine. Yeah, I shouldn't have had a rule. It was, it's such common knowledge that... Okay. But there are reasons why you wouldn't, so you want to play it that way? How about so, we, we know, but idea. we just didn't see yeah. the television. Sure. Well, I got an idea. I got an idea. Oh, okay. uh, what I'll do is I'll, I'm going to draw attention to it. Oh, cool. So, yeah, they didn't see it, but I'll draw attention okay, to it. Okay, draw attention to it. Yes, thank you. Okay. So noticing the the news blurb, Roshan's just gonna kind of speak to the group. Well, I hope they don't have another repeat of the Skyward Stars incident. The hell um, is the Skyward Stars incident? And I'm gonna just literally point to it so that you guys can see it. The the news blurb. The hell did we get ourselves into? It makes sense that they're just accepting anybody nowadays. Guy. Okay, no, you're, you're fine. You don't have to. I just want to make sure before I move on to a scene that you get your chance. And so, yes, now you know why the Starfighters are in so high demand. Because they lost a bunch. Um, it doesn't make sense that we didn't have to do any actual training or anything like yep. that. Or why we're even here in the first place. Because yep. we're not really the most qualified. 
Probably not. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Well, I'm you're wanted. Saying. You're a wanted man too, as well. So I don't think regularly that would be acceptable. Yeah. So as you rocket down further, uh, you've reached the service floor, and the doors slide open, and a cacophony of traffic greets you. Loaded down haulers scream past in both directions, while beings of all races shuffle to and fro on their own tasks. The air around you is filled with a, a minute buzzing as drones of all makes and models, all makes and models carrying various payloads swarm in perfect robotic synchronization. So, robots, computers, they, they, they can pilot themselves so efficiently. They are the Amazon drones, you know, shipping things, different size parcels, of course, from phone sizes to uh, shipping crate containers with large drones having to take care of you. But it's just like, it's like a perfect ballet of robots flying around you. This is the service. This is beneath the, the glitz and glamour of what the eye is and what, uh, even the docks, it was kind of sparse, but it was still like, there was some hominess to it. The, the market, the stalls. <clears throat> it's kind of interesting down This here. is just like straight efficiency. Mm -hmm. And then uh, beings uh, doing tasks that robots can, of course. So just all over. Uh, the split second you're, the, the split second of you taking all this in, uh, an Isoki in a proportion set of power armor walks up with a large crate between its clamps. One side, one side! The first seeker's been expecting the delivery for an entire cycle! So he wants you to get the hell out of the way so he can get onto the elevator. How do you react? I step out of the way. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna compete. Okay, are you? Okay. Out of the way we oh, ah, thanks, thanks for not being such assholes. Ah, I gotta go. Ah, I wanna let the first seeker know that you guys are all right. Starfinders, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, he goes in, lift goes, rockets back up. As you step away from the lift, a blue light emanates from the hands of anyone that took the Wayfinder implant. Give me... Who has computers? That has a thing in them? Yeah. No, I have computers, but I don't have a thing in my hand. Okay. I have a one. I don't, I don't have a period. I ain't got But none. you have computers? You do not, Roshan? Um, then give me all perception checks. Me? Yes. Ooh, cool. Me too? Yeah. yeah. Even though, yeah. That's a nine. I'm going to go clockwise for me, Roshan. 22. Okay. Or You have nine. 19. Okay. 15. Oh, sorry. You're fine. Go Seven. Ahead. Okay. 15. Okay. Um... Everyone but Gaia immediately notices that uh, that the glowing palms of those people uh, mimics another blue light across the way. I just kind of look down at my left hand, cause, no, my right hand, sorry, because that's where I got it implanted. Oh, actually, Gaia, what'd you get? Seven. Okay, you fail. Um, so I'm going to get to you in a moment. But you all see that uh, the... Uh, the three hands that have the implant, they all glow blue. And the three of you besides Gaia see that across the way, a panel has glowed that same blue at the same time. You all caught this. Do we take that as, or would I take that as like it's kind of directing mm -hmm. me where to go? Exactly. Yeah, I kind of look at my right hand and look up and kind of look over at Gaia, so I guess we're going that way. Uh, Gaia, um, your comm device just chirps. You have a message. Why don't you check that message? Okay. Yeah, how do I do okay. that? You just open it up and there's a notification. Oh, and my, no, my pad? Yeah, you're, yeah because uh, I said you rolled computers. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. one. So, yeah, your computers check. 
Uh, you were you were trying to figure out what the blue, the random blue oh, okay. means, and uh, because you failed, you hit the wrong thing, but you hit something on the info net, the internet, uh, and you have a, a voucher. 10% reduced price for Strawberry Machine Cake album that recently hit the infosphere. That album is called Star Sugar Heart Love. And at this point, from your data pad comes this kind of alien K-poppy sound. It's uh, a... The, uh. <laughs> as an aside, that's a real thing in the setting that I wanted to include, and uh, because you failed, I'm so glad you failed. And um, I, I'm glad I, my failing made yep. you happy. And, <laughs> and, and at the end of the, uh, the little promo teaser... It says, uh, click here to purchase for 10 credits using promo code SEICHO. And I'm going to show you what uh, a fan made of Star Sugar Heart Love. It is an in-universe band that, uh, you guys remember when I would play Pathfinder Society at the game store? I, I used to. Uh, Starfinder modules, uh, you could win this and you just now have a copy of it. Did it play like a little demo? Mm -hmm. Did we hear that? Did yep. we all hear that? Yep. L little. It's it's quite catchy, I must admit. What the hell are you listening to, Gaia? It. Tell you what, I'll buy that for you for Christmas. The hell you will. <laughs> Space Christmas. I use a, a fan already. He okay. thought it was catchy. Cool. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Roshan, do you react to that? Are you familiar with... Uh, Star Sugar Heartbeat. <laughs> I, I assume he's heard it before, probably because he yeah, did work they out are the club. You two of Pack World. Somehow yeah. I've never heard of them yeah. before until this moment. Yep. <laughs> that makes perfect sense for your background. Yep. Um, well, and he said he likes it, right? Yep. Yep. So, uh, the three of you, uh, do you want to head to the blue light? Oh yeah. So looks like uh, directing us. Okay. Um, I'll say to Gaia, if you don't want that discount code, um, it's done. I did it for you. Okay. Okay. As you, you make your give it to, uh, what's give it, it called to again? <laughs> what's the band the album called? is called? Oh, the the band is Strawberry Machine Cake. Oh yes, <laughs> that's the actual <laughs> name, and people lose their shit. And people are like, oh, it can be whatever you want. So I'm gonna. Can you imagine Strawberry Machine Cake playing in the what is it called? The Majestic, <laughs> Majestic Boy Magnificent Boy Superiority Fighter. Yeah, it's, it's like your ACDC. I need to write down Iron my Man. ship name. What's it called? Magnificent. Mag. I don't want to spell it. Just boy. Boy. Superiority. So, I don't want to spell. Uh, fighter. Fighter. But I can read it at least. Yes. That's all. <laughs> that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. Yep. And so you're, they're kind of like you two. Yeah. Okay. Just, I mean, okay, not, you know, like no. you two's whatever. No, I got you. But like that, that popularity, they're. The, oh, the, gotcha. The, the, the big they're the hot thing, thing right now. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I think one of your prologues, I mentioned them. Maybe it was yours. What's, uh, what's the name of the song that's hot right now? The album is called oh, album. Star Sugar yes. Heart Love. <laughs> this, is even, this is getting better and better. I think you mentioned, like, band posters. Yeah, on yeah, I did. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So uh, so you, uh, the, the music stops playing and the, the, the chaos resumes. No one even looked up. You make your way across. You kind of have to, you know what? Give me athletics checks, all of you. Uh, I'm going to go uh, clockwise again. Roshan, I want your score first. I am five. <laughs> okay. Which one's alphabetical? I have nothing. Alphabetical. Really? Yeah. Okay. Eleven. Oh, no, wait a minute. I should. You should. Thirteen plus one. 
No, 13 is a strength. plus one. So the roll plus one. Oh, okay. So four. Okay. Your strength, the strength counts? Yeah, that's what this is. Athletics. Yep. Strength. Uh, you don't have any rings in it? Okay, that's fine. I didn't put them in there, but... Okay. So yeah, plus one. Is that the modifier? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then 12. Okay. Uh, are you? You said athletics or acrobatics? Athletics. Oh, then 13. Okay. Um, I was really just looking for a critical fail. Uh, you're able to, with more difficult... With more difficulty than less, uh, you're able to uh, push your way and weave your way through the traffic. There's no nice crosswalk. This isn't the upper decks. This is the lower decks where, you know, if you need to go somewhere, you need to have the uh, confidence and just to blaze right through. And you guys are able to make it through without much harassment from people trying to do their jobs. <clears throat> and... As you near, the doors open, and the pulsing blue light fades from the implants. As the door slides shut behind you, the cacophony outside is gone immediately and replaced with the, the low hum of another hangar. Walking along the corridor, the sound of maintenance and mechanic technicians is just kind of a dull roar as you peer through the window port into a large hangar, and you see uh, on the open deck with small shuttles, fighters, and racer vehicles lined along the one side, in the center, you see a huge gray vessel with supply lines snaking up through the floors and into the hull. A fairly clean ship with uh, light impact craters, and here and there, there's no sheared off panels, no like uh, hack jobs of just patching, just you know, welding a slab of metal to cover up a breached hull. And as you're uh, walking along the hallway and you go into the hangar proper, I want you, I want you all four to please give me a, a perception check again. Roshan? Oh, dear. Six. Okay. Oren? Nine. Gaia? Uh, Fourteen and seven. Okay. Are you? Nine. Okay. Oh, rolling you fairly bad. Good. I have a six. Yeah, very nice. Okay. Um, well, we, we both got nine. Yeah. Well, I saw his roll, I so he has a plus roll, six. But but six. So, yeah, I was surprised. I thought it would be a five. Okay, so, um, you, who got the highest? Mine's 21. Okay, uh, Guy, you are able to see uh, some antenna sticking up from a, uh, a turret viewport. It's uh, kind of like the X-Wing. Um, it's kind of like a, it's, it's, it's a ship, but it has a turret with a bubble. Mm -hmm. Like the old McDonald's things where there's like a little that bubble. Mm -hmm. uh, you see some antenna and a green head poking up. Okay. And you know from that perception that that antenna is indicative of a Lashunta. And um, Oren, you'll remember a Lashunta from your prologue, uh, the baker. Spoiler, it's not her hers. It's the same race. <laughs> um, just and those of you that failed, it looks like a whole lot of ship. Just a big <laughs> cargo ship. I kind of look over at Guy and looking over the ship and the ship has no character. Well, that's okay. It's got a Lashunta in there for you. I'm going back to my ship. <laughs> oh, come on. Hopefully it's not the same one. That'd be hilarious. Uh, Roshan, how do you react to this starship? This big ass, it's one of the bigger ones you've seen, personally, uh, up close anyway. Like mm -hmm. Flying in, you all saw ships of this size. This isn't a special ship, it's just a really big cargo for it. Seeing it up close might yeah. be a little different, but um, this is, is this, so, we're, sorry, I'm, I'm 
in space at the moment. No, we are um, we're looking for somebody right mm-hmm. now, correct? Yep. Um, and they're supposed to be on this ship. Mm-hmm. That's why we're headed. The Lashanta okay. that she saw. So I'm literally just. And you out. heard her say, "There's a Lashanta." So. Cool. I said, I, "I'm gonna just respond." Then uh, must be uh, our contact, and I'm, he's just gonna start walking forward. Okay. Are you? Ship is a ship is a ship. Okay. To him. <laughs> All right. And as hearing Roshan say, "Must be our contact," I just kind of shake my head and put my head down. Mm-hmm. And walk forward. I'll also start walking like behind uh, Roshan. Anything else before you walk up to the ship? Uh, Roshan is already well on his way. Uh, I'm beelining towards the ship okay. and kind of look look up after Gaia and his not Gaia and I's interactions. Mm-hmm. This could be fun to pilot. Anything? I just just chuckle at that. Okay, and you're following along. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm leisurely walking in the back. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> Just before you board, guidance appears from another hollow emitter. Attention, new recruits into Starfinder. Be wary of suspicious files and contacts trying to invade your personal data. Reports of viruses have been received from across Absalom Station from careless music lovers. Good luck on your mission. Um, you're able to board the ship. Um, it's... it's uh, wasn't prepped personally for this part, but uh, it's cool. It's not much. You go in, you walk up the gangway, I guess, and it's just a gigantic cargo hold. Crates all over, um, along the sides, door leading, just one door leading straight on. Uh, kind of like Legends of Tomorrow ship when they have the cargo area and a bunch of boxes yeah. when they go in. Yeah, I was thinking Firefly too, but it, this yeah. is much bigger than that. This okay. is, See, I was this thinking is, of Millennium Falcon. Sure, yeah, they all had stored, but this is a huge, um, huge uh, cargo bay. So there's no one in here. One doorway, follow it along. Uh, ships inside seem to be good repaired. No, again, inside there's no uh, weird patch jobs of uh, blown out conduits or anything. It just, it's not spotless it's not pretty but it there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of damage done to it on the inside either it's fairly clean you get your way to the bridge and uh down steps a uh, person wearing a um, a tight jumpsuit uh long green hair and antenna it's a lashanta it's a man lashanta though yeah so i was gonna say male or female you're, you're fine Exactly the Lashenta. Okay. Um, Sorry, I just don't know. Oh, you're good. Um, Sorry for the time. No, no, you're good. No, I, I have it ready. I just don't know which one. That's a Lashenta. Mantis from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Is oh, the best way gotcha. Um, question between me and you. Um, would I you would, I mean like oh, off okay. the record. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Would I you have encountered these people before with? Would the elves have had them as sure. a target? Yeah. So I, um, I, I would be yes. familiar with them? The elves have everyone as a target. Well, okay, everyone but the halflings is a target for the elves right now. So the Lashunta definitely, because the Lashunta also live a lot on Castrovel. Okay, I was just yeah. seeing how familiar yeah. I am. Because yeah. yeah, I know, know I travel and mm-hmm. I do a lot of jobs, yep. but I didn't know... You, yeah, you've probably uh, run into a Lashunta uh, on the planet, not in the um, Cabal's facility, because 
no non-elves allowed, but outside you definitely would have run into a Lashanta here and there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, does anyone have, I think, a life science? Yes. No. Nope. Yes. I do. Okay. All right. Hey. All right. Guy and Ayu, please <laughs> roll me a life science check. Oh. 26. <laughs> I got a net one. Okay. Um, 20 and that one. Very nice. Okay. Yeah, that 20 so with my 6 on top of that. Okay, yeah. You know, yes, with your experience with the elves, your uh, your um, vast stores of knowledge on each of the races and their capabilities, you know that Lashunta are well known for the limited telepathy. They're, um, they have uh, magics of their own that they can do at will, and um, they're, large, they're just a, another race, and there's nothing really special about them uh, physically, but um, mentally their they're, they're telepathy kind of puts people off. Like, you never... An unguarded mind doesn't really ever know if they're talking to them or if they're seeing the signs sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, down walks... or Down crawls this uh, Lashunta man. And uh, I... release a sigh of relief. <laughs> An audible sigh? Yes. Oh, okay. All yes. right. Um, he kind of looks at you, raises an eyebrow. Curious. Kind of chuckle. So, what can I do you for? Starfinders, right? Yeah. Yep. We were sent in here to see you. Ah, Bratizam. Oh, that old man. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, sorry, that's what we were supposed to say that, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. We were supposed to say that Radizam sent us. Oh, yes. Um, oh, he also said, what else did he say? So he said we're supposed to... I'm sorry, my, no, you're, you're my you're memory good. is... You're good. While the Hexgrid heroes gather their notes and collect their thoughts, here's a word from a couple of our friends. Hello? Is anybody here? Uh, hold on, hold on, I'm coming. Oh, I, I see you liked my bell over there. Yeah, it's a nice bell. Um, do you have any games or something that we could play just to pass the time? I think I've got exactly what you're looking for. Missing Role Player Found brings you another odd adventure in Odd Doggies, where characters from our SAO campaign and a special guest from Lit Gaming Arena play a Dungeons and Doggies module in 5th edition. Join us every Sunday for the next part in this awesome adventure, up until we go back to sort our online odd this September. Maximum Pew Pew is an actual play RPG podcast currently playing the Starfinder Dead Sun's Adventure Path. Join Cena. She's got a lot of training, but she needs a role model. Ion. Have you heard of this thing called guns before? Maya. We're going into a video game, guys. This has been my dream. And Zinka. Did, did I just destroy a life form? As they race to rid the galaxy of a system-destroying weapon of cataclysmic proportions. In addition, Maximum Pew Pew has bonus content spanning Dungeons and Dragons, Predation, Tales from the Loop, and Free League's upcoming Alien RPG. You can find Maximum Pew Pew on Facebook, Twitter, and your favorite podcast syndicator. 
I'd like to thank those two podcasts for including us in their promo swap this episode. And now, let's see what Roshan was able to dig up in that brain of his. So, uh, Radazam sent us, uh, he said, we are or you are? We. Oh, yeah. We are, he said we're expected on the morrow. Ah, welcome to morrow. This is on the morrow. This is the spaceship of the Inquisitors. Radazam's old cargo freighter repurposed for Starfinder missions, so... Where are we headed? What did he say? What sort of mission? How fast is this thing? It does all right. It's not top of the line, of course, but it gets the job done. It's more for stability, built for security. We'll test this out. Okay. Well, if uh, four of you want to help finish loading up the cargo bay, we could probably get out of here in the next uh, ten minutes or so. All right. We need to be loaded. Let's knock it out. Okay. Manual labor. Outside of the cargo bay are uh, large hover carts loaded down with it. They weigh nothing. It's just the, the tedious tax, task of going out, putting it in, dropping it off. And uh, how do you react to menial labor? Um, it's He feels like it's beneath him. Mm-hmm. And like he signed up to be killing people and be doing these jobs and now he's kind of considering just turning himself over to the elves at this point. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gaia. I just want to get the show on the road, okay. so I get out there and start helping. Okay, Warren. Just do what a good soldier does. Start packing up and trying to get everybody to hurry up so we can get on the Okay. And Ayu is going really slow. Gotcha. He's just yep. taking his <laughs> sweet time. Yep. Uh, Roshan. Uh, Roshan is just diligently working. Okay. Cool. Um, and I notice I use slacking. Okay. It's kind of yell, yell down to him. Hey, hurry the hell up so we can get the hell out of here. We ain't got time for this shit. This is as fast as I move. I'm an older man. Oh, give me a damn break. My back. You can push it with the finger. It still hurts. Very much. I hope you're not like this in battle. Okay, uh, the next ten minutes go by are reasonably uh, fine. Uh, You load up the crates, and they're about five foot square on each. They're just kind of perfect square crates. Just pallets. Yes, they're pallets. (laughs) Yes, Um, they're pallets (laughs) on pallets, and they're about the size of pallets cubed. So yes, uh, I want all four of you. I said it right the first time. Yay. Give me athletics checks to uh, just secure everything. I put it in the wrong one. Okay. Yeah, but mine's in acrobatics. Too. Is that what you're talking about? You have yeah, everything in acrobatics. Okay. What'd you get, Roshan? Seven. Okay. Four. Four for Orin. Okay. Uh, three <laughs> plus the two for dexterity. Five. Okay. Person that's used to doing two. Orders. What did you get? <laughs> Seven. Was okay. he the highest? I think. What'd you get? Five. Five. Okay, yeah. With the seven, that's the <laughs> highest. Um, you must have been tired. You know, the physical exertion after six days of flight, you know, it felt good for some of you, maybe. Others, not so much. To do physical labor, to exert yourself in more than just sitting there waiting for arrival. But as the last couple crates go, you start to get a little worn out. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, 
they start to get a little sloppy putting the crates back into the cargo and they thump down and after the fourth thump I know you're all just initiates but come on some of that stuff's real fragile we don't know exactly what's in all that but I'm fragile you don't know what's in it we're carrying it we get orders we take them we deliver them um what is your name oh where are my manners and he bows deeply I am Tetsuko Matayashi. I am the captain of On the Morrow, kind of Radazam's personal starship captain. Um, do any of you have starship combat experience or capabilities? Yes. What was his name? Because I will not remember that. No, you don't. Tetsuko. Tetsuko. Um, as, a, as an aside, I'm going to leave this in. Our 700th follower on the Hexagrid Heroes Twitter account was... Uh, at one's role, and uh, they gave me the name because I let Tes- them choose it. Tes- Tetsuko? Tetsuko. What? Tetsuko. Tet. Suko. Tetsuko. Mm-hmm. Motoyashi. Mm-hmm. I think I can do it. Okay. Forgive my rudeness. I was I was unprepared for visitors today. I didn't know we were expecting new recruits. Yes, uh, Captain Motoyashi, Tetsuko, Tet, if you're intelligence scores below a 10 uh sorry that was mean he didn't say that don't said that um i didn't get your names um you there vest that just crashed my precious cargo what was your name orin orin uh you there uh young younger human dark-haired man uh roshan got a got a little firefly flying around you that little firebug is not going to cause any problems on my ship is it you got that under control? Not to worry. I've seen it in action. Are you sure? Absolutely. Don't be a problem. Um, other human. Yes. How you doing? You seem to seem to struggle with that last one. The, what, the box. The, the box. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you gonna make it? You are you space worthy? You know, I am older. Mm-hmm. You can't tell. I'll manage. Um. Oh, my name's Ayu, by the way. Oh, Ayu. Uh, Tetsuko. And he, he bows deeply again. He's, he's uh... I'm not playing Olashunta as Asian, but the name kind of lends itself. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you, you there, miss. You you seem to be doing uh, almost as much as the, the, the spry man over here. How did you do? How are you... Are you ready to hit the open space? <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Sorry. You're on the open sea. Yeah. <laughs> are you ready to, are you ship shape? Are you ready to launch? I'm ready to go. Ready to get this shits going. Do you know how to fly? Yeah, I've done some flying. I got this. You got this what? what? I can fly. Okay, well, it, it may be a long journey. I think I can get all of you, get you a little bit of training and piloting if you're all uh, amenable to it. We're just going to. We're all loaded up here now. Uh, uh, just to let you know, my name's Gaia. So oh, Gaia. Uh, interrupted. You're, Mr. You're, I got this. Your traveling companion's very rude. <laughs> yes. Maybe some <laughs> etiquette lessons on the trip wouldn't go amiss. Does this thing have music? You are not playing that on here. <laughs> I want to listen to Strawberry Machine Cake. You have Strawberry Machine Cake? I have a coupon. He grabs you by the, the, the suit and just drags you to the br- uh, bridge. No, I bought it for you. 
Oh, do we I actually have it? Like, yes. were you able to push it? Yeah. Oh, we own it then. Yep. I, I deducted the She $10. owns a copy. Oh, she owns a copy. Yes. That I'm giving to you. Okay, you, and you can easily transfer. <laughs> it's it. Yeah. Oh, it's in my inventory it's, now. It's yours now, too. He but liked it so much. It I completely ignore guidance as well. I love it. Sugar. <laughs> Parts. It probably probably happened uh, before. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I did it when yep. the coupon yep. thing popped yep. up. So cool. when he said he liked yep. it, I'm like, well. Yep. Tetsuko uh, grabs Ayu and uh, does it not not really just excited. Like he, he lights up. Eyes like just he's just antenna kind of raised up a little bit and he pulls you to the bridge. Ah, load it in, load it in. Oh, okay, yes. I'm so excited and he and puts it in. Mm-hmm. He's kind of breathless. He's standing next to you and he's waiting for it. Okay, and it's plugged in. He's like, or okay, not everybody's okay, gonna like the go, same thing. Go to the cargo music. bay. This ship, it may not be built for speed, but that cargo bay has amazing acoustics. And he hits the play Which button. Which, of course, that's where we're all and, at. And Ayu, like, <laughs> is perked up now. He's usually just, like, you know, slouched and, like, whatever. He's spry, too. He just starts yep. running really yeah, fast <laughs> back there. Tetsuko's running, too. So that bad back doesn't seem to be bothering him. <laughs> so in the cargo bay, from uh, all sides, you just, it's like you're at a concert, just a. a Best acoustics. Is there legit like songs for this? No, no. They're no. just made up. They're, uh, they let they keep it vague so GMs can uh, like you know in a session in society play they can like play a YouTube video of what they think it is. Um, since you've taken it to it so well, if you want to give me a free to use uh, soundbite, I will uh, use it. I'm sure we can use one of the yeah yeah the I, songs from uh, you want to do that anime guy yeah is that cool with you? That I use? yeah yeah, yeah I, since you since you took to it so I wanted I was thinking that too but I wanted to see if that was cool with you so yeah so this music is playing and I'm gonna insert it here and the sound it, it's for those of you that enjoy it it sounds amazing for those of you that don't. It's a little cringy, and maybe you want to uh, leave. And Tetsuko, yeah. he's uh, he's he's bobbing his head, he, he's uh, bouncing his knees, and he's he's uh, vibing on it. And he sees. Uh, how are you reacting, Roshan? Um, I'm accustomed to it, so it's I'm not really ready. loud. Okay. Uh, what's his face? I have already forgotten his name. Um, the the guy I used to work for. I can't think of it off the top of my head. All of a sudden. Um, the, the guy that you work well, for, Nakatom. Yeah, he worked. He worked out of a, a, a club, mm-hmm. and I was there okay. regularly. Cool. So I assume this. I've, I've you've, you've probably heard cover songs. The cover bands play the songs, but you've never actually heard the actual heard the original. Oh, okay, well, okay. you've heard it, but done by cover bands in a nightclub. Okay. Gotcha. Oren, how are you reacting? I'm shaking my head, and I'll meet you guys at the bridge. Okay. Make your way to the bridge, Tetsuko. Just like pointing, bouncing, just pointing towards the bridge. Uh, guy. You guys are crazy. Just taking it. Okay, uh, are you dancing at all? Or are you just, mm-hmm. just, just just letting it hit you? Well, is all, all the work done, getting everything yep. in? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, as he's bouncing, he's uh, he pulls up his uh, data pad, punches a few things, and uh, the hangar closes, and it's fully sealed. You're fully sealed in this sound now. There's no escaping out of the ship now. You're in an airtight vessel with this music. It's just going all the way up and down the hallways. I'll just walk down the I'm hall. so glad we have this guy. <laughs> and uh, Tetsuko's like, all right, ready? Cool. And uh, as he uh, goes to walk to the the, the bridge, he's uh, he's tapping a couple things. He turns it down just ever so much so he can hear himself think and hear other people think maybe. And uh, who's still in the cargo bay? I am. I, I'm just standing there. Yeah. Okay. Because well, that's me, where the best yep, acoustics yes, are. Yeah. Right? Give me perception checks, both of you. Okay. Seven. Twenty-three. Okay. I you. Um, well, he's rolling like perception. I got a plus six to anything, so as long as I don't roll one, I'm pretty good. Okay. So 
Yeah. Uh, you're, you're vibing. You're, how are, you, are you dancing? Are you bopping at all? Yeah. Because Tatsuko's... Okay. One, two, three, one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, as you, eyes open or closed? Um, Doesn't matter. Um, you see one of the crates... Open. Okay, open. yeah. You're, you're bouncing around and you see one of the crates start to separate. And a fl- and one of them falls down with a loud... I almost did it. That would have been bad. With a loud bang on the deck. Music's still playing. A crate just kind of fell apart in front of you. What's inside of it? You're not by it. You want to move closer to it? Yes, I want to okay. inspect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, is I he didn't with see me? It happen. He didn't see it. Uh, is, are we you're, like in the same vicinity? You're in the same. It's a it's a large cargo bay, but yeah, he may see you walk um, over to it. Well, let me talk to him first. Sure. Raise Ro- your voice though. Roshan, was it? Yeah, yeah. That's my name. Did you hear that sound? I, I can barely hear anything over this music. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Let's go check it out. Yeah, lead the way. I, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Keep up. And he, like, starts running pretty mm-hmm. fast. Okay. Uh, while you're doing that, you two are in the bridge, and Tetsuko sits down in his captain's chair. He turns it down a good deal bit more because he realizes... Uh, like, okay, business time. He starts firing up the ship. And um, what are you guys doing? I just kind of go over to him, watch what he's doing, because I'm not used. To... Sure. I'm used to ships, but nothing this sure. size. So uh, it's pretty standard, honestly. There's nothing special about this one. It, it's not too much different from your piloting thing. It's just um, it's v- uh, your uh, your fighter rather, because it's pretty s- stripped down, sort of like. Go, don't go, drift, yeah. sort of thing. He just got a really wicked music player in there, uh, <laughs> and uh, he sees you hovering. Oh, uh, if you guys want to get, we got, we got a, uh, we got quarters for days. If you guys want to, just you know, uh, hitch up in one of the crew crew quarters. No, I'm good right now. I like to see what's going on up here. Okay, uh, you miss you. You wore out from that work. You can want to watch, or you want to maybe rest up. I don't know how long we're gonna go until we hit the uh, hit the space. Hit the space. <laughs> the open space. Go flat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll will just sit here and observe. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Ayu uh, has ran to the crate. Roshan, are you running or are you walking? I'm keeping up a brisk pace. Sure. I'm not okay. like I'm not yep. like uh, probably like a slow jog. Okay. Yeah. And uh, inside there, um, give me perception. Yeah. You're you're looking inside as you look into. Oh God. Oh. I just I just jinx myself. Not one. Yeah. Um, it's full of it's uh, full of packing space peanuts. So it's uh, you just kind of rooting around, you don't really see anything. Roshan has come up. Do you want to look inside too? Um, so are we just digging through this? What's going on? <laughs> I'm trying to find something, but I can't seem to find it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll dig through it a little bit. Just to see. Okay. 17. Okay. Um, you're a little, you're in there too, and uh, you kind of, it's about five foot wide, so Bring the boat over for a little bit. Oh, sure. Perfect. That makes perfect sense. So it, it lights helps. it up. You can see inside, and uh, you hear, being inside here, the, the music's a little more muffled because you're in an enclosed space a little more, and you start to hear a gurgling, growling. And uh, give me a dex, no, give me a re- reflex save. Uh, oh, reflex saving throws. Gotcha. It's just a regular d20 still? Yep. Cool. It's just basically a dexterity saving throw. 
No, that's bad. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Four. Okay. Um, doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, you get a uh, a fleshy thwack on your face <laughs> as uh, as you as you look up, reeling from the slap uh, of one point of damage from your stamina, and uh, from the light you see a a, a, sh- a shriveled, rotting Isoki corpse shuffling with a peg leg towards you. What the hell? Roll for initiative, you two. Do I add anything to that? Yeah, is there anything added to that? Uh, dexterity. Oh, just dex. What did you get, Roshan? Uh, 11. Okay, uh, Johnny? 5. Okay. Okay, uh, at that, the, the Ahsoki, uh, scrambling out again. The music's still playing at a decent volume. It's not cacophonous at all now. It's just a reasonable music listening, but it's it's kind of snarling and it's swiping, it's walking up. Roshan, you took the one point of damage? Yeah. Okay. It is going to swing at you. Oh, um, I'm going to do Fear of the Mind until you bring them in. Okay. I'm, I'm hinting that you guys please bring them in so we all can combat. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Jesus. That's two in a row. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Nat 20. Nat 20. Yeah, every time he's, he's hitting me with nat 20s. Okay. Oh, all my dice are right there. So, uh, the, the Ahsoki snarls and swipes at your uh, abdomen. You take one more point of damage, and you're still in there. So, it is, it's at the back of this crate, and you are right in front of it, and it just swipes at you. Next up is. It slapped, and then. Gut checked. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Roshan, you are now up. <laughs> All right. Um, so, you said we just have like, com- uh, is it like on the, the data pad or whatever that we have? Comms or there, kind of uh, the commune is like a little smartphone, but all it can do is text and call. No, no apps, no games. It is just strictly communication device. Like a walkie in a way. Yes, like a walkie, and um, we're going to kind of retcon. Naturally, you guys would have probably linked up okay. and like. Would, yeah. yeah, would we be able to am I only able to reach these three or can I reach the captain as well? Okay, at this point I'm going to stop it and draw the map. Oh, cool. And at this time I'd like to now thank the creator of the music being featured right now. It was heavily featured is the closing music for our Pokemon D&D campaign, Pokemon Seicho. Definitely check it out. We are currently in hiatus. We will be returning for season three before you know it. And now let's return to the Hexgrid Heroes' first battle. I'll hit you. <laughs> what did we leave off? Laugh, leave off on. You just hit um, me, and it's my turn. You got bitch slapped and yep. gut checked. Okay. Yep. Uh, uh, quick thing, since I did roll two crits on you, I'm gonna hold you to it. Uh, take four points total out of your stamina. Remember in uh, Starfinder combat you take your stamina points first and then uh, once that's depleted then you'll take hit point damage. But right now you just took a, a pretty good mm. sock to the gut. Now I use right there with me. He yes. saw all this, correct? Like yes. It's not, yeah, it's there's not no way he couldn't. Your moat is up so now I imagine seeing the, the claw come out at you, he uh, IU can now see it as well. Cool. All right. So um, I'm actually going to I'm I'm going to bring the mode in 
four armor. Okay. And I'm going to basically just kind of spin around the corner. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the the comms, I'm going to just shout. Zombie! Uh, <laughs> no, no. Whatever you want. We have a situation in the cargo bay. We need a little backup. Okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yep. Um, I'm going to let Ayu get his turn this round before I bring them in and resolve that. So Ayu, uh, you just saw Roshan flip around the corner. Uh, when he put the moat into himself, he just glue, glue, glowed with uh, that, that stormy blue energy crackling around him. Wait, was he able to do that this turn? Yes. Yeah, I just didn't attack. Oh, you didn't attack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's now, it's still dark in the, uh, in the crate, but you did see a, a small grotesque arm swipe out at Roshan. Oh, I get to kill something now. I'm going to take out my dueling sword, which is a, not dual swords, it's one, it's like a, like a fencing kind of sword. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna. Is it? I can. I can see in the dark, right? Not as a human. I told you I have special. Oh, needs. because of all the elf stuff. My yes, bad. I'm sorry. Needs. I was. <laughs> I was. I was. I was thinking of. Uh, I was thinking of his thing. Yeah, yeah. Because of. I yeah, have special things. Because of your secret uh, elf thing that they don't know about and won't know about. You can see in the dark, in the, in the way dark vision works in Starfinder. I don't really know how other systems do it, but in Starfinder, it straight up says, you can see in the dark, but all you see is black and white. So it's like a surveillance video, security cam thing. So yeah, you see this rotten little Isoki. You're one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm going to walk in and attempt to hit it with the dueling sword. Okay. A nat 20. <laughs> okay. Uh, How's it feel? Uh, pretty good. Uh, what's your what's your roll of the damage? Uh, 1d6, right? Okay. What yep. is that? 1d6 plus your strength. Oh, okay. If you have a bonus to strength. Uh, 2 for okay. modifier? Yeah, 1d6 plus 2. Double. So do I add the modifier first or after? Yes, modifier first. So 7. Mm-hmm. So 14 damage total. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, do you want to... I'm going to let... I'm going to... If you don't feel comfortable uh, walking out your attacks and what you do, feel free to tell me and I'll do it. But Johnny, your experience, you tell me how you just gut this thing. I'm just going to aim for the head and just okay. dehead it. Okay, yeah, you uh, straight up decapitate it. Just, it's, a, it's, it's a rotten body. You can smell it now, the, 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 the packing space peanuts. Uh, muffled the, the sound of the scritching around and the smell. So, yeah, you just cut this zombie head off and it goes down. Uh, on the console because you just call for help. Never mind, I took care of it. Okay, now I am going to see if another one breaks open. Are we just killing somebody's merchandise? You don't know yet. <laughs> um, okay, now top of the round, let's resolve uh, uh, Guy and Oren, you just got comms from uh, <laughs> at one moment uh, Roshan is a uh, Frantically saying, we have a, or authoritatively stating, we have a situation. And then uh, a heartbeat later, IU, situation resolved. Oh, yeah. I look over at Tat. Tat. Was it Tetsuko? Mm-hmm. Tetsuko. Yep. I look over at Tetsuko. You said AKA Tat. Oh. Yeah, you can call him Tat. I look over at Tat. 
the hell do you have back there? Uh, Tetsuko uh, pales a little bit, leaps up from his chair and starts running back, and as he does, he pulls out a little laser pistol from his side. I don't know, but there could be more of them. Oh, shit. Yeah. And as uh, he runs out, do you want to follow? Yes. Okay. So uh, position yourselves uh, ten feet inside the cargo bay. However you want. I'm assuming you feel that too. Okay, cool. Uh, As you come out, you see um, the the crate towards the the hangar. Actually, those are that big. I need to make that door a little bigger. (laughs) Um, The crate at the far end where uh, IU and Roshan ran into this uh, zombie rat. Uh, Too further away from it, closer to you guys, uh, you start to see wiggling around and out pours two more uh, Isoki zombies. And uh, they're, they're, they, they've pushed through and they're, they're, they're crawling to their feet and they're standing up and they're just <sighs> just breathing, just menacing, just drool and viscera. Just, they look gross. Uh, both of you roll for initiative. I see this too, right? It's in my side for me. Yeah, yeah, you totally see this. Uh, I probably don't because I'm so in the creek. Yes. Nat 20. Okay. Seeing this, can I t- say something real quick? Uh, just a second. Let me get these. Cool. Okay. Uh, what do we add to it? Dexterity modifier. It's on the top right uh, corner. 9, 10, 11. Okay. Uh, what's your bonus? Mine. Uh, Gaia, plus 2. Oh, it was 9 plus the 2, yeah. Okay. Roshan, what's your dexterity modifier? Plus 1. Okay, so Orin. Oh, I need to. Oh, and what's mine? I don't need it for yours. I just need oh. it for uh, the tie. Um, Took my dice. Huh? Yep. Twice. Twice. So, Gaia. Don't take my luck. Rat. Well, what are these things called again? Uh, Isoki uh, zombies. Where's my pencil? Took my pencil too. Yeah, my good one. Disappeared. Um, what was that again? Isoki. Is it in the box? Y S O. K-I? Oh, Y-S-O-K-E-Y? Just I. Where? No E-Y, just I. K-I. Oh, just K-I. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, and that is mm-hmm. You. No, E-Soki. Oh, E? You could say E-Soki. E or U. It's fine. It's. I've uh, heard it. I've heard it e- various Which one's ways. more? Which one? I say E-Soki. E-Soki. Okay, so I'll say E-Soki. Okay, cool. And, um, so... Uh, top of the round, on your turns, I'm going to let you do checks to uh, find out a little bit about them. I just... So they came stumbling out together. They pushed at the same time. and There's came. two in that one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, top of, the, top of the new round. Orin, you see in the cargo bay uh, at the far distance, the doors, this door is closed. Uh, the, the storage containers are all around. You see Roshan crackling with that blue aura. And, but more immediately, you see two rotten, soaky zombies snarling and uh, rising to their feet. Now, before you do anything, I want to uh, get a better lay of the, show you a little bit of lay of the land. So the cargo bay is a large space. It has uh, the four crates that you guys put in, and then it has uh, two large shipping containers at the far end. Uh, both of them eight feet tall. The top total is about 30 feet high, <coughs> so this is just a giant cube with a little cockpit. So this ship was strictly built for transportation of goods. 
because of the way you guys all play, I want to make sure I spell it out. So your tactics, if you want to use them, you can do it that way. Um, and to your left, Orin, is a, a cargo ramp up to where the uh, a balcony where the guest quarters were. Crew quarters, rather. The, uh, the green line is uh, the balcony and then doors. Is that a staircase? Is yes, that what I'm yeah, saying? that's what I'm saying. A ramp to this. So there's a ramp, then room, walk path with a with a railing, rooms, rooms with beds in them. You don't know their beds yet, but and that large uh, connex like a shipping container, then a smaller one on top of it. Which is about how tall? That's about twenty feet high. Twenty feet the, high. The, the the large one on the bottom is eight feet high. The other one is another eight feet. Okay. So sixteen, 16 feet. feet high, and then there's another fourteen feet of headroom above that. Okay. So, Orin, how do you react when, since I am looking at them? Mm-hmm. Great, the ship's gonna smell like fucking dead corpses, and then I yell at Gaia. I'm going high, and I take off running up the ramp to the uh, balcony. Yeah, to the balcony. Actually, since I was there, because that's what, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, would it be 30 here or 30 here? 30, 30 there. Yep. There? Yep. Okay. And when I get up there, can I pull my sniper rifle? As you were running as part of your move action, okay. yes, you can totally draw out your uh, plasma rifle. I probably right? should have looked at that on the card. It's all good. But yeah, I drew my plasma sniper rifle as I was okay. running up there. And again, I'm going to post pictures on social media. Here is what you're fighting. Hey. Zach just couldn't give a uh, Well, I've seen it before. He doesn't give oh, a Oh, that's right. Okay, he yeah. Just, he so, just wants to kill him. Yep. Okay, so that's what you're fighting against. And uh, so yeah, uh, you... Oh, and actually, with that balcony, mm-hmm. how tall is it? Would I be able to take a knee and prop the rifle sure. up? Or? Yep. Okay. Yes. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a see through. It's just bars, so you don't fall oh. over. So yeah, it's it's totally open. You can you uh, them lay down and yeah. So basically, once I get prone? up there, I go prone and get my rifle set up. If I can do that, it won't move. You can do that, but you won't be able to fire because going prone is another action. I'm just getting set up and ready to go. Oh, no, it's a swift action. Yeah, you can draw. Uh, okay, so you moved, you draw, mm-hmm. then you went prone. So it's so standard to move, swift to drop prone. So, yeah, if you want to fire, you can get one attack off. Hell, yeah. I am going to shoot at the one that looks like it came from uh, the Upside Down World. Okay, the Demogorgon on the right. <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, fire. You get a uh, plus two for your height. Because you're uh, firing from above? Yep. What'd you get? Nine. Oh, I thought that was a one. Uh, I mean, oh, good. That's not that, too. That's not that. <laughs> uh, nine plus what? No, that is with the modifier, nine. Okay. Uh, nope, you uh, miss. So, so it begins. <laughs> so it begins. Uh, that rat that uh, attacked, that you shot at, uh, your shot went wide. It just went straight into the crate and just blew the back out of the crate. And just that. Uh, as it hits the hole, and Tetsuko looks up at you and just shrugs like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that rat that you fired at sees you, and it's going to a uh, full run, so it's only got a movement of 30, actually. So 
25, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55. Okay. Oh, you ran up there. Yeah, it full double move, so it won't be able to attack, but it it's run. It's breathless. It doesn't. It's not really breathing, but it, it's just like uh, wavering in front of you. Uh, madness in its eyes. And Gaia, you are up. I think I pissed it off. <laughs> you think? <laughs> um. You got that one? I got it. Just don't do any combat rolls. <laughs> Ouch. Shade. <laughs> From the deleted scenes. Um. Oh, wait, no, that was from your prologue. That's not from the deleted yeah. scene. <laughs> what was life bubble? You put a uh, sphere of uh, protective energy oh, around yeah, it. You can be in me. space. I mean, unless you want to jump out of the hole, but I don't think you want to do that. You are still in the hangar. I will say that you're still... Oh, yeah. you haven't, like, taken off yet? No, no, he, uh, he started the firing up sequence when you guys discovered the first one. So the ship is powering up, and at this point you can hear the, uh, the engines start to turn to life. It's a... Little cooler sounding than that. Oh, sorry. But, uh, <laughs> Excuse me. But, but yes, uh, it is powering up. It takes a little bit for Eva. Is this the music still playing in the background, like low? Yeah. <laughs> I could play it throughout, sure. Yeah. I was asking because you yeah. last time you yeah. said anything about it, you said yeah. you put it down. You put it down a bit, but yeah, it's still playing. So this is your combat music. It's gonna be really <laughs> worse combat be. music because it's so like poppy and. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll play it for relief. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, guy, yeah, you are. So I can move and and take an action. Yes. Well, I can move thirty. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have more than enough room to get there because you can move diagonal. You can do it five, ten, fifteen. Oh, so I could even stay there if I wanted to do a spell on him, like sure. days. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to touch. Because that's twenty-five feet yep. for days. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and uh, days. Do I roll for that, or it says DC fourteen? Okay, I need to roll a uh, will save. To see if uh, he's affected. That's pretty no, easy. Uh, yeah, because that's the way coughed. No, he fails. So uh, dazed, he is now stunned for a turn. So uh, that rat isn't up yet, but uh, yeah, you you reach out and uh, I'm, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna walk you through your magic. If you want to change it up later, feel free. You uh, you point your finger out and uh, just around the head of this rat, it just kind of little bits of static, little blink of light, and it just kind of just loses, it just kind of goes slack a little bit, like kind of loses focus of the whole scene, and it is now dazed for the next turn. Uh, are you going to move or pull out a weapon? Um, I'm going to pull out my plasma claw okay. and move a little bit closer while he's dazed. Sure. You can move right up to him. He won't be able to attack you next turn. That's what days means. Like, you have a free turn to get right up on him, and he's... So I basically could just do that. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's well within 30. Uh, yes, so, Roshan, you are up. Okay, um, so I'm going to quickly just kind of shout over my shoulder. Uh, Ayu, we got some more. And then I'm basically just going to run forward about there. I just want to double check real quick. Mm-hmm. Because I can throw the, the spear. Mm-hmm. 20 feet. 20 feet, cool. Yep. Is damage different for that? or? Uh, no, same damage. Uh, and attune. Oh, yes. And I'm going to attune to Graviton. Graviton? Mm-hmm. Graviton. Gotcha. Okay. 
So you moved. Uh, do you want to? You can throw yeah. your spear. I'm pulling out the spear and I'm and I'm throwing it directly mm-hmm. into the back okay. of this. As you, as you walk up, you're pulling the spear out, giving it the quick flick, and just javelin throwing it into this. Uh, roll it's your dice. I was oh. holding it for some reason because it was in your tree. <laughs> All right. Oh wow, that was bad. Oh um, bad. Plus what? N- Oh, slightly above net one, Dad. Yeah. Uh, thrown at the plus four, seven. Unfortunately, uh, it still misses the tactical spear. Uh, misses it, and it just kind of clatters, and it slides. No, it it, it goes. You threw straight, and it it slides, and it kind of goes between guys' legs, and just kind of slides across uh, a little further. I'm gonna say it is there. Go. Cool. Um, you moved. Why did it hit me? If you hit not one, that you would have. Yeah. <laughs> that one would have, yeah. Sure. Uh, so that was Roshan. Uh, that rat is dazed. He can't really react. It's just staying there wobbly. And Ayu, now you're up. He hears um, Roshan tell him there's more. There's more of them? I'm tired of all these motherfucking Isoki on this motherfucking ship. And... <laughs> <laughs> Can move if you you can move through. Can I go through? Yeah, I yeah. Think it's, it's five feet of space, so you're like one side. 15, 20, 25. Okay. So I can get to him. Cool. I'm gonna give him a what for? Um, this was teased in episode uh, one, but mm-hmm. a jolting surge. Sure. Yep. So do I? I have to roll to see if I hit right. Yes. Sorry, dice. Uh, where's my book? This one. Yes. Um, sure. What do I add on to that? I think it's a touch attack. It is a touch. So one's. I did roll really well though. What'd you roll? Fifteen net. Yeah, you did. But I'm just for the future. Yep. Um, I don't know what I would add in the future. Jolting surge, touch. So you reach out and you touch. Um, melee attack against my EAC. You definitely hit. Um, this this one. While the picture does show some cybernetics, it doesn't actually have any cybernetics on it. It's just a fleshy, gooey thing, so you won't get the bonus. Okay. But you automat you do you hit anyway. Um, you do four d six of damage. It's dead. Four, five, seven, ten, ten. damage. Ten total. Okay. Ten total damage. Okay. Uh, while you're doing that, do you have a Physical, no, life science? I do. Give me a life science, a free life science check. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Okay, uh, with the 14, you know that uh, an undead zombie is immune to being staggered. And uh, other weaknesses to being staggered, they're immune to undead things. Like you can't um, choke them out because they're not actually breathing living things. Um, you know, if you were to cast a healing spell on them, it would actually hurt them. Oh. So, fun little thing. Uh, but that's all you really get with that score. Um, you moved, you attacked. Cool. Top of the round, Orin. You have, uh, an Isoki zombie right up on you. Snarling. And, um, uh, I will say, your plasma rifle being a bigger weapon, mm-hmm. you can't point-blank fire it. You would need to do a five-step back mm-hmm. if you—that's what you want to do. And then it gets attack of opportunity, no, though, right? No, if it moves beyond that five foot. Oh, it's, so it's it different gets, than D and D. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was actually thinking about since he's right there, kind of taking it and sweeping his feet. 
Oh, that's a trip attack. That is a combat maneuver. Well, let me ask you this. That wouldn't be an unarmed attack. Nope. But would it... I'm thinking it might be better if I just kind of take my claw hand and kind of... Do that. Do that. Uh, give Zach wet balls? Yep. Wet balls. Oh, I thought you knocked a can of soda over. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. He's wet, though. He, he was impressed by it. Yeah, he was. <laughs> He's wet. <laughs> He's so wet. Um... You have two hands, free action, you can drop the weapon and attack. Uh, I'm going to say you, you're going to be a little off-kilter swiping it with just one claw. So is that what you want to do? So it might be actually better if I mm-hmm. okay. stroke it. Uh, it does about the same amount of damage as okay. uh, so, D6. Yeah. 13. Plus? No, that is, because oh, it's plus no. one, right? Yep. Yep, that's yeah, dead so on. It's uh, uh, because it's a physical attack. It hits its kinetic armor class, so that's uh, thirteen on the dot. So yeah, uh, roll damage d six yes. plus your strength. Uh, four plus just the strength bonus, right? Mm-hmm. That's a melee attack. Mm-hmm. What's your strength modifier? Uh, so it would actually be... We're James, um, we're James one. Pointy. Okay, so five? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And for time, I'm going to speed up their death a little bit. 24 is a little beefy for uh, gross-ass zombies mm-hmm. that have been stuck in a container, so uh, they're looking rough. They both look rough. You did uh, five points of damage. It, uh, it, it squelches and... Res- uh, in reaction to you rifle butting this thing in the face. Uh, next up would be Gaia. Uh, I'm gonna take my claw and try and slice its head off. Okay, uh, roll plus, uh, roll to see if you attack, or see if you connect. Uh, so 14 plus, Okay. is that, since it's a melee attack, is mm-hmm. it one? So 15? Okay, plus another two because you're flanking with Roshan right now, or uh, with uh, IU. So okay, 17. 17. So yeah, you still hit anyway. Uh, roll damage. Uh, 1d4. Mm-hmm. Plus 1. It says EF. Uh, uh, electrical and fire, because your your uh, your claw okay. was that plasma, uh, plasma weapon. So 1d4 mm-hmm. slash. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, that's... Nope. Oh. It's triangle. Okay, uh, it's looking very rough indeed. Uh, you okay? So, okay, uh, okay, yeah, that was your uh, move. Next up is Roshan. Uh, do you want to attune again? Uh, yes, I'm going to continue to attune to Graviton. Mm-hmm. So that's two, 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 two out of three. Um, I'm going to just move forward. What was the range on that again? I don't, I don't on what? The Graviton, just so I know. 25 feet. Cool. Well within, uh, except for that one, if you wanted to yeah. move closer to that one. Looks like there's two on there. Are they right here? Yep. 5, 10, 15, 20. Um, I'm going to move right up next to it and pull out a another spear as I'm walking towards it, or running towards it, and try to take it in the side with the spear. Okay, roll to attack. These dice have not been doing me any good. 
Okay, that's better. Uh, pull melee plus four, 17. Okay, plus another two because you're flanking with your friend. Uh, so 19. Party <coughs> members, uh, yep. Uh, roll for damage. Uh, damage. 1d6? Mm-hmm. Cool. Plus your strength. Plus my strength. What is my strength? Four, isn't it? Plus three. Oh, attack bonus, plus four? Oh, plus four, yeah. Or is that... Is that actually plus... Da- that's the damage. Attack bonus is... Attack bonus is to add to the roll, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, and then you're... Then it's still a plus four. Yeah, your, uh, yeah, your strength mod... Okay, the BAB is the one, so yeah, plus three to your damage. Plus three. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I forgot about the BAB. Okay, cool. So strength mod up there, I can just look at that. Anyway. Or it even says attack bonus is for melee range and thrown. Yeah, but that's attack. He that's needs for damage. He's already hit, so he needs to know. Oh, yeah. That's why I was bad. confused. Yep. You're good. So three plus three, six. Mm-hmm. Six points of damage. You uh, run this Isoki through with the spear, and it falls limp on your spear. I'm just going to let it slide off. Okay, cool. Gross. Uh, and it falls dead. Next up is <clears throat> that dead rat. Uh, Ayu, you're up. Uh, Roshan just dispatched this Isoki with a spear. Okay, on to the next. Mm-hmm. 10, 10, 20, 25, 30. Uh, I'm going to try to shoot this with my arc pistol. Okay. Uh, Do I have enough range? 20? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I will say, though, in order to do that, you would have to just drop your sword instead of sheathing it. You dropped your sword, and as you walked up, pulled out the gun. I can't hold the sword in one hand and Oh, the actually, no, you could totally do that. My bad. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 you can do that. In your other hand, you pull out a gun as you he's walk. He's going to, like, anime run, too. Like, he's holding the, the sword back, and he nice. pulls out the pistol. Naruto go. Yeah, Naruto <laughs> run, pretty much. Okay, cool. And, okay, so I see if I hit. Mm-hmm. 14 kind of plus it? 2, 16. It's an arc pistol. So electric. Shock, yes. EAC. Oh, yeah, you, you definitely hit it. Roll damage. So it looks like it is 1d6. 5. Plus? Um, it didn't say. Any strength? Oh, no, no, you don't add it to range attacks, my bad. So uh, how many? 5? Five? 5 damage. Okay, it is looking rough as well. Uh, are you moved, attacked, Orin. Uh, you have, you're up. Uh, the Isoki on the uh, cargo hold floor is laying dead. The Isoki in front of you is looking rough. Roll me a perception check. You have zero on perception. Yeah, five. Okay. Uh, nope. You don't see uh, see it it's scrabbling at its face, just ready to attack. Um. But go ahead and get your attack off. You want to pistol or a rifle butt it again? If you want options, let me know so I can tell you. You know what? No. I'm actually going to just kind of set my uh, rifle. sniper rifle mm-hmm. next to me and pull out my... Uh, what kind of hand cannon is Bravado. it? Bravado. I'm pulling out my Bravado hand cannon. Okay. Yep. And uh, uh, this gun, it uh, looks like just a standard revolver, but it takes shotgun shells. And uh, in Orin's prologue, he uh, devastated some uh, monkey lizards. Yeah, it's pretty much a 12-gauge handgun. 
point you get. Six, seven, nine. Nope. Uh, you put one large dent in the hole behind him, and Tetsuko, he's, he's been guarding the bridge the entire time. He's been making sure nothing can get past him and uh, screw up the bridge systems. He looks up at you, and he's just... <laughs> just uh, looks up and prays to whatever god he believes in to Do rescue I? him from these foolish... Do I hear this? He's, he doesn't say anything. He just, oh. just rolls his eyes to the heavens. Because uh, destroying his ship. Yep. Now that rat is up, and what you didn't see is that that rat reached into its mouth and it pulled out something. A thing... Give me life science checks. All of you. If you had it. You can only do a train, so... I don't have it. Eleven. Okay. With an eleven, you know Isoki's... Uh, with, with your with your dossier of information on the races, you know that Isoki's are especially tricky in that they have pouches in their mouths that they can hold items. This zombie reached into its mouth and pulled out a grenade. Oh, no. And as it, as it does it, there's like a spark of life in it as it flicks something and it goes dark and that's where I'm going to end the episode. And there we have episode two of the Hexgrid Heroes. Find out next time to see what happens when Orin has a grenade to his face. Will Ayu or Gaia be able to cast a spell to get it out of harm's way? Will Roshan be able to use his Solarian abilities and snag it out of the air? Find out next time.